We're gonna win the league. 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 This is the Crowncast. My name is Logan, and what I have to say to you is that we're gonna win the league. That that might be a little bit of an overstatement, but to, but here to be wrapped up in all of the joy and all of the success and overstate things with me as ever is Justin. Hello, Justin. Hey, Logan. It's a five-one against Richmond. That feels real good. I feel I feel great. Um. So for those of you who may be unfamiliar with the post-match podcast setup, um, you uh, you may not know that we were not originally intending to do one of these. We were not expecting to do a post-match for the Richmond game. And uh, you know what happened, Justin? I think we scored a lot of goals. We scored a lot of goals. Um, Charlotte FC kicked down our door, and they said, no, you're going to do a podcast. We are going to make this so exorbitantly fun that you are going to do a podcast. And uh, you know what I did, Justin? What's that, Logan? I said, uh, yeah, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was the whole it's, story. It's tough to say no. You know, it's it, look, this is what you're supposed to do, though, right? Like, in a stunning turnaround from the, the Greenville Triumph game, uh, we went to lower division competition and we put them to the sword. Oh, it's what you're absolutely supposed to do in these. So put them to the sword, you know? I think, is putting it nicely. But <laughs> we are going to get on to all of that and so much more. But uh, I think right now, the biggest thing we can say is I hope you are out there having fun. I hope to every Charlotte FC fan, whether you think the cup competitions are, you know, just just a sort of side project that allows Ramirez to to try things out, whether you think they're a big deal and you'd love to get the silverware, no matter no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, if you're a Charlotte FC fan, I hope you are having as much fun as we are right now because, God, it's fun. Uh, uh, you know what, Justin? We always do crowns and cards, and for first-time listeners, uh, we give crowns out to players who we feel uh, did particularly well in this match. We're going to have a lot of crowns today. Uh, and we give cards out to players who we feel like probably needed to put on a better performance. And I do actually have a card for today. Uh, are you ready for my card, Justin? Yep. My card is whoever set up Richmond's defensive structure. <laughs> whoever I, that I would, guy is. <laughs> uh, from a Charlotte perspective, I was going to crown that guy. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Um, so uh, I, I think... I think if there's anybody that deserves a card, the officiating, once again, you know, really soft yellow early in the match against Subasinski. And then just no. the slightest breeze was knocking some people over and, and fouls were being called. Yeah, no, we're, we're not going to we're not going to do any real cards today. Uh, and we will find another day to complain about the referees because they yeah, always deserve it. That's going to be every day. But <laughs> I, I think we can just jump straight into crowns. What do we want to do? Like six apiece? Or, uh, uh, I mean, I don't know if we can crown the whole team. Uh, I can, uh, I mean, I can tell you, and I, I mentioned this to you while the match was going on. Uh, after a brilliant substitute performance, my first crowd's got to go right on top of uh, the the dreadlocks and amazing skill of Jordi Reyna because he, oh, he was hot everywhere in the attack. 
He he's got he got a goal. He nets himself uh, a goal and, today. I mean, admittedly, a lot of people did that today, but he nets yeah, himself a goal today. It's a great game for Charlotte FC players to get their first one wearing this badge. Yes, uh, he set up a couple of great ones. You know, I think maybe the first goal that he set up. I'm not a hundred percent sure he was trying to set that up. Looked like maybe he scuffed a shot uh, and it fell nicely, but like some of those passes from midfield and he was tracking back. He he was really playing the wide left, you know, the, the winger role when he started the match, but he was tracking back and collecting the ball and moving it up into midfield and, you know, participating all over the place in the attack and, and just cannot say enough about how Jordi Reyna went out there and played today. Yeah. I mean, he absolutely looks like somebody who, who wants to show what he's worth and, yeah. and we are going to caveat everything once. For the listeners, I hope you hear this one caveat, because this is the only time I'm going to do it. This is lower league, Division Two op- uh, opponents. And more than that, this is a lower league opponent who, f- unlike Greenville, kind of fed into Charlotte FC's strengths. Um... And now that we've made that caveat, let's go on about the fact that we absolutely murdered them. Uh, Jordi Reyna looked really, really good. I mean, yeah. so we we are going to kind of talk about this as a tale of two halves, because I feel like it is very much a tale of two halves. In the beginning, it was very clear nobody knew where they were supposed to be. Yeah, um, it was it was messy. There was a lot. Uh, I, I could not tell you the number of times I saw Harrison Awful passing back to Christian McComb. Yep. And... Um, a lot of recycling the ball. I uh, I actually had some real worries in the beginning of the first half. You know, they were putting some attacks in on us, and we didn't really seem to have any plan to get out other than hit it hard up to the right and see if the speed of Mackenzie Gaines can beat four people. Uh, yeah. And, well, boy, that changed, didn't it? <laughs> Well, you know, in the first half, there was, again, there was a lot of that playing back. There was a lot of reti- re- relying on the center backs to play out with the ball, which, you know, I've mentioned on this podcast before. I don't feel feel real comfortable with Christian McCoon being asked to play out from the back like that. Yeah, I think and there were some touchy moments. I, I think the, the difference in that particular skill, because I think Christian McCoon kind of held himself well today. Um the difference in that particular skill between Christian Fuchs and Christian McCoon is a a very big difference in in that skill. Uh, and and you're right, it can be a, a challenge in in that particular area. But Jordi Reyna, let, let, let's get back to the task at hand. We are crowning yeah. Jordi Reyna. That's correct. Oh yeah. Uh, what color would you like his crown to be? Like gold with with glittery diamonds on it, or maybe. Maybe some sapphires, like like a like a silver and sapphire for for the well, team. For the, the the team colors, yeah. yeah. I mean, you already ran into me on, on top of the crown. He is my man of the match. He he is the best performer uh, in the the Charlotte FC kit tonight. Uh, even being subbed off before the the match ended. So whatever the highest level of you know, platinum and and uh, uh, sapphire crown we can give to Yordi Reina. He's my man of the match. That was a, a very impressive performance. Yeah, I think in a in a, a weird collusion of the stars, I'm going to agree with you and say that he is also my man of the match 
because he wasn't just putting the forward stuff together. Not only did he net his first goal, he was also sort of, I'm not going to use the word orchestrating because I don't think he was doing that, but he was putting the rest of the team together too. And uh, well done, you know, absolutely well done. Uh, I'm going to move on unless you have any more you want to say about Yordi. No, I mean, uh, I could I could go longer on I could wax I could wax poetic about this entire attack tonight because in that second half, oh man, was it good? Yeah, uh, my my statement here will be Yordi Reina reigns and yes. uh, oh dang it, I'm actually no, hold on to that, I'm saving that for the end. <laughs> I used my clever stuff too early, Justin. You got to stop me from doing that. Uh, I'm gonna go into my first card. And uh, my first card is, I'm not going to take the most obvious one. Um, I'm going to go. You keep saying card. You keep saying you're giving a card. Oh my gosh, yeah, you're right. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to go into my first crown. Thank you. Um, You know, we, uh, I like to keep everybody on their toes. I'm going to go into my first crown. And uh, my first crown tonight is not going to be the most obvious one, but it is going to be an obvious one. And that is, I'm going to go with Andre Shinyashenki. Uh, this guy has been playing football for this club for a grand total of like 56 minutes. He has two goals. Yep. Um, more of that, please. Like, Absolutely. If you are scoring goals at a rate of two goals per 60 minutes played, I don't care if you are drinking mimosas. For the rest of the time. If you are scoring two goals for every 60 minutes played, by all means, more of that, please. Anything you want to say on Andre? I just want to point out that Shinyashiki, the the goal he scored, he comes in as a, as a sub again, and I do think that's the best use for him. The goal he scores as a substitute is from a corner where he goes up to challenge, nods it down, recovers you know it never makes it to the keeper it kind of bounces around between some defenders recovers you know sort of his own rebound there and smashes it into the top of the net and i don't think like when you swing that corner in yeah i'm sure that that i think it was jordi alcivar was out there swinging the corner and he'll get an assist for it he didn't really do much other than swing the ball in all of the work rate to get that goal in and to scramble that ball over the, the line was Andre Shinyashiki. And I love to see that kind of effort from a guy that's still new, still learning. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that everyone said, and everyone rightfully said, this is a guy who played in the MLS. He should come in MLS ready. And I think he's done that. Would Do you think it's fair to, to tick that box oh, yeah. off? Yeah, he has definitely come in and and said, I'm ready to play in this league. Uh, Honestly, uh, absolutely incredible work from him. And we'll get on that a little bit more in part sort of two here. Uh, Justin, your next crown for the day. Um. I'm going to go with maybe somebody that I don't, I don't think necessarily a lot of people are going to say, man, that guy was a standout. Um. Okay. A guy I didn't actually know was still playing for Charlotte because I thought he had been loaned out, but I thought Coa Santos at left back did a eminently serviceable job in defense 
uh, you know, he he wasn't a standout in defense, but he did something that I don't know enough players do. In for our third goal, Mackenzie Gaines' first goal, Richmond gets called offside. And Coa Santos is the one that grabs the ball, slams it down on the turf, and then chips it over the top to Jordi Reyna, who had 30 feet of green grass in every direction around him. And he just chipped it up and over and let Jordi Reyna run on with all of the time and space in the world to stop, collect, compose, and slot a beautiful pass across to, to Mackenzie Gaines for our third goal. And Coa Santos, you know, I was a little bit concerned after Adam Armour got hurt. Does this mean if Mora can't play that we're going to have to shift uh, Fuchs to the outside? What does that do to our defense? Do we need to go out and find another left back to to provide cover? And, and I got to say, Coa Santos, uh, you know, showed me something today starting this match. I was really impressed with his play from the, the left back position. Yeah, uh, so this is actually a player who didn't necessarily stand out to me today, uh, and I'm going to agree with this crown anyway, because this is a player who, when I looked at the team sheet, I had concerns about, and never once did I think about him in a concerning way. Um, I will I will say, never once did I go, man, he's really lighting this field up tonight, but also, at the same time, I was never panicking about this guy, um, which means he was playing his role well and effectively. And you're right. He has a couple of moments in this game that I'm probably not giving him enough credit for. Um, I'm, you know what, uh, maybe he'll be an interesting one to follow. You know, coming coming back into the main team has a chance to, to show off and and well done to him. I think that's a fair crown. Uh, it is mine for the next one, and I am going to go ahead and crown the obvious one, because I feel like at this point, if we don't crown the obvious one, maybe he won't get crowned, um, and uh, that's Mackenzie Gaines. I, I, mean, I sat in front of this podcast, uh, in front of this mic, like five hours ago, <laughs> talking into this microphone for this podcast, Going, man, I'm really, I'm really upset that Mackenzie Gaines has not shown any end product. He has not shown the quality to put the ball in the back of the net. Man, I, I have concerns about whether Mackenzie Gaines has anything other than speed and whether he can actually transition his ability into the goal. And uh, I guess Mackenzie Gaines heard me and took it very personally. <laughs> Mackenzie Gaines. Shows up, uses that speed all day long, puts two in the back of the net, and let's be honest, I think he's subbed off there because Miguel Ramirez wants to have some mercy on the other team. Like, he was looking in the type of form as he is subbed off that... Like, maybe he goes and gets his hat trick. Maybe he goes and gets four. Justin, how many goals, you know, over, under, four goals? If he's on the whole time, how many goals do you think he's getting in this match? No, I don't, you know, to be perfectly honest, I, I think he was done uh, uh, scoring the, the goals there. So, so here's the thing. Mackenzie Gaines showed us tonight what he's really, really good at. 
And he's really, really good at running with the ball at his feet very quickly. He's really, really good uh, one-on-one with the defender, making the guy miss. And he's really, really good at slotting home. Um, he, he did all of those things really well. And I absolutely cannot and will not ever contest the idea of crowning somebody uh, that that scores a brace in a match. Mm-hmm. I The only things that I saw Right is is I think Mackenzie Gaines also showed us some of the things he's not as good at, and and that's linking up play a little bit. I saw a lot of passes that were were kind of, you know, wasted when when Mackenzie Gaines couldn't drive past everybody and and go score. That said, you know, it's a, it, I, I am picking nits here with the crown because I, I'm in no way saying that we should take away from from what Mackenzie Gaines did tonight. Uh, the you know, I talked a little bit about that third goal. The ball that Jordi Reyna sends over to to Gaines, it's it's a good pass. It's not a perfect one, mm-hmm. and it, it there's enough time for the keeper to make a dash at Gaines, and Gaines is very calm, collecting and and flicking it past the keeper and into the the net by the far post. Yeah, he's, um, he slots it home really well there, and I will say. <clears throat> You are right. I mean, I think if we were to get into the nitty-gritty of this, we could find a lot of things about the performance that Gaines puts out there tonight that I'm not going to say lacks, um, but that could certainly be improved upon. And, But I, I'm, I'll be really honest with you. I'm just not in a mood to care. Um, oh, I know. The amount of, of joy that I got out of Mackenzie Gaines tonight is, is, is absolutely up there. It's through the roof. And so, uh, I, for me, I'm going to go he's out and He's a ton of fun him. to watch. Yeah. yeah, he's a ton of fun to watch. Uh, do you want to do one more piece? Uh, sure, sure. I um, uh, I actually do have somebody else here. You know, I, again, there are a ton of people who could get crowned mm-hmm. out of this performance. There's a lot of great that went on. Um, I, I'm going to spend my last crown again on the defensive end of the field, and I'm going to crown George Marks, our backup goalkeeper. I am really uh, glad you're doing this because I would have had to have spent my next crown on it if you didn't. So please. Uh, I mean, he put in a uh, a Kalina-esque performance between the sticks, uh, stopping a couple of really good early opportunities from Richmond. He's only beaten and... Again, to be very Kalina-esque, he's only beaten on a deflection off of one of the defenders in front of him. Uh, other than that, you know, he one-on-ones, uh, shots from range, uh, some free kicks that, that challenged. There, there was a free kick that rang the post right there towards the end. Uh, but uh, but George Marks, he, he marshaled his box well. He distributed well out of the back. There were a couple of situations where... You know, trying to build out of the back, trying to play out of the back. He got past the ball in kind of a difficult situation. And, uh, uh, you know, for those of you who may not know, if one of our players passes the ball back with his feet to our goalkeeper, they can't pick it up. Um, And so whenever we're playing around like that and just passing the ball uh, um, that way, you know, it's... It's difficult for a keeper. They've got to move it out and, and, and try and boot it long or find somebody else to pass to. He looked real calm doing that, too. Uh, just a, a all around, you know, he's physically he's a different goalkeeper than Christian Kalina. Yep. But the results are the same. And, and I got to give him a lot of props for that because he faced a good attack. Yeah. And I will say that uh, 
he deserves all of the all of the crowns today. Uh, like I said, I was going to have to crown him if you didn't because he really did a good job. He stood into some really tough challenges. Uh, he took a couple hits, and he he really presented himself well out there. And it speaks to the fact that we have Christian Kalina at this club because that is a standout performance from a goalkeeper who faced a lot of challenge today. And what we are ultimately saying as we as we rave about him is that he looked like Christian Kalina. <laughs> um, it, so uh, weirdly, a I guess a stock rising to Christian Kalina as well. But uh, George Marks absolutely deserves it all today. And knowing that this club has the keepers that they have, it can only bring about faith for the whole team and for us. Uh, I'm going to go into my next crown for the day. And my next crown is going to be a bit of a weird one. But my next crown is going to be Miguel Ramirez. Uh, I don't think we set up in this game correctly in the beginning. I think we set up in this game uh, in the beginning with a lot of... uh, Maybe setting up incorrectly is too, too bold of a stroke there. I think that we set up in this game with a lot of players who are not accustomed to playing together, and they needed to figure out their distances. They needed to figure out who was around them and where people were going to be. And I think they did a relatively good job of that. But in the beginning, I think we played into the strengths of Richmond. And that is Richmond is a reasonably good attack. As we discovered, Richmond is not an overwhelmingly powerful defense. And sort of you know, why we call it a tale of two halves is, especially when we look back to playing another Division Two or USL team in uh, Greenville, who was a very effective defense. You know, the best strength of Greenville was their, their central defense and, you know, their point just above that in their central midfield that was very effective at holding their lines and picking the ball off you and counterattacking. We faced a team today that really wanted to play in our box. <clears throat> and uh, we made the the clear sort of pushes throughout the game that said, we're, we're not going to let you do that. We're going to start playing the way we want to play in your box. And goals just started tumbling. You know, we were picking up goals like we were picking up wildflowers walking through a park. And it's not always going to be that way, but part of the reason that went so well is we did not let them play their game, and that is a credit to Miguel Ramirez. Another credit to Miguel Ramirez is I think he uses his subs really, really, really effectively here. And it's not necessarily about how well he uses them for this game. He brings on three attacking players. He brings on Andrei Zinyashenki. He brings on Ben Bender. And he uh, brings on Kamil Yazwiak. Andrei Zinyashenki just entered this team. Ben Bender has just moved into the interior of our field and is learning his position. Kamil Yazwiak is a brand new player and has some international barriers to overcome. These three players are learning their position. They are learning how the team works. They're learning where each other's going to be. 
they're learning how to play a challenging high-end level of football the way Miguel Ramirez wants it. And he gives these three players time in this match to go out there and work together. And he puts them all on at once. And he says, you three go make the mistakes. Now it's safe. We have this in the bag. You three go make mistakes. Learn. Do things right. Try and beat defenders. Figure out where your effective pockets of space are. And I love to see that. It is that consistent mentality that makes me such a proud fan to have Miguel Ramirez at this club that is always looking at the the next step, at, at what will be next and as a result a crown tonight for Miguel Ramirez not just for what he did in this match but for how he uses his time here for the good of the future Justin because like one of the things that you got to start learning now especially with these attacking players especially with Ben Bender trying to to take up a central midfielder position is What's their speed? What's their break point? What's what's the point where, you know, they're kind of trying to fool the defender? I'm not going to go yet. I'm not going to go. What's the point right when they're going to go where you send the pass? And because of that, because of that familiarity, because that muscle memory you develop with your teammates, you've got the opportunity through on goal. And, and this is a perfect opportunity to test that. You don't want to wear these guys out. We need them Saturday when Montreal's in town. But you want to give him a few minutes today, especially with this in the bag, to to try some stuff out, to make some mistakes when it's not going to bite you too bad. And absolutely, really well done. And and I want to echo your point too about you know sort of the little shifts in shape, uh, end of the first half that that really kind of calmed the game down, got us in the position to score that first one, uh, and then really set us up going through the second half to to you know have this explosion of goals so we could play that way. Uh, I I don't think there's a lot. Well, there is actually a lot more to say on it. but <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and we'll uh, talk about it some this weekend and everything. I did want to say real quick that uh, I, I I don't have a lot good to say. I, I, I'm not a big fan of the way the Richmond team played uh, in the first half. And, and then after this, the sort of explosion of goals, I thought there were a couple of cheap shots that the Richmond team uh, took. I think some of the defenders were a little bit upset that they had been scored on a, a couple of times. Ethan Bryant, the number eight for Richmond, uh, it, it, you know, another tall, long, blonde-haired midfielder. Maybe I just got a thing. Uh, maybe I got a type or something. But I was really impressed with how he played. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, that's good to that's good to shout out on the other side as well. I mean, uh, one of the things we left Greenville with was this this familiarity with Greenville that, that made us love some of their players as well. So it's good to find, it's good to find the good on, on both sides, especially uh, when we win five, one, I think that helps. <laughs> we are uh, going to start wrapping it up there. So Justin, uh, as ever, you have your two sentences. What are your final thoughts? Oh, uh, uh, big gains as the crown reigns. Oh, well done. Well done. Um, I am going to kind uh, of kind of echo yours uh, to to stick to some of my, I think, quite cleverness earlier on in the podcast. I'm going to say, in a tale of two halves, it's top marks for marks and uh, big gains for gains. And 
with that somewhat terrible uh, sign-off, we love you all so much for spending your time with us. And uh, we will talk to you again after we go put five past Montreal.